Hey, would you stand with me this morning as we honor the reading of the wonderful word of the Lord? Today we're looking in the book of Acts, chapter number 20 and verse number 35. The Bible says, and remember the words of the Lord Jesus, that he said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. What did Jesus say? He said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. I have a question for you this morning, and the question is, what did you give? What did you give? Father, thank you once again for your wonderful, wonderful word. God, I pray today that your word will be challenging to us today. Holy Spirit, I pray that you will rest upon me today. I pray that you will empower me, you will enable me You will help me today to minister effectively the word that you have burned in my heart and in my spirit. Father, may we receive receive your word and leave putting into action what we receive today. All of these things we ask in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. All of God's people said, praise the Lord. Lord. You can be reseated this morning. You know, we are often asked, what did you get for Christmas? And we love to show off our new duds and gadgets and luxuries, secretly hoping that what we got was better than what they got. The thought came to me a couple of weeks ago as I was contemplating the Christmas season. We're often asked, what did you get for Christmas? Hey, dude, what did you get for Christmas? But have we ever been asked, what did you give? What did you give? Has anyone ever asked you, hey, hey, dude, what did you give for Christmas this year? Let me ask you this this morning. Are you a giver or a getter? Is Christmas to you, is it more about giving or is it more about getting? Let me ask you this question. That is, do you secretly resent what you're giving? Do you give out of obligation? Do you give because, hey, it's expected. You are expected to give. Or do you love to give? I want us to take a few moments today and let's talk about how we should give. This is the giving season, right? So it's okay if we talk about giving this morning, all right? How should we give? Well, let me suggest, first of all, we should give correctly. Pastor, are you saying that, it's impo- that it is possible to give incorrectly? That's exactly what I'm saying. Then what does it mean to give correctly? Well, to give correctly means to, to give your gifts with proper motives. Give your gifts with proper motives. Notice, Proverbs chapter 16 and verse number 2 says, The Lord weighs the motives of man. So don't give in order to be seen. And don't give in order to impress people. And don't give just to make yourself look good. Years ago, churches were smaller. At least most of them were smaller than, than they are today. And And because the churches were small and struggling, the pastors were paid very, very poorly. Back in those days, there was a practice known as the God bless you handshake. How many of you are familiar with that? The God bless you handshake. 
As the people shook the pastor's hand as they left church, a few people would put money in his hand as they shook it. Some of them, some of them did it so that nobody saw them. And some of them did it so that everybody saw them. Matthew chapter number 6. Matthew chapter number 6 and verse 1. Jesus says, take heed that you do not do your charitable deeds before men to be seen by them. Otherwise, you have no reward of your Father in heaven. Therefore, when you do a charitable deed, do not sound a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may have glory from men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But when you do a charitable deed, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. And your charitable deed may be in secret, that your Father who sees in secret himself will reward you openly. But not only should we give our gifts with proper motives, but also with proper, with proper measure. Proper measure. Never give to try and keep up with somebody. See, see, the truth of the matter is some people's little is more than someone else's lot. Now, now here's what Scripture says. Here's what Scripture says. Scripture says that God is more interested in what we have left over than he is in the amount we give. Where do you find that, Pastor? Well, I find it in Mark chapter 12. Let's read that. Mark chapter 12, verse 41 through 44. The Bible says that Jesus sat opposite the treasurer, uh, the treasury and saw how the people put money into the treasury. He what? Can you imagine me doing that? Can you imagine me walking behind the ushers as the people give the offering and watching as the people put the offering in the bag? How many think that'd go over very well? I don't know about your picture of Jesus is, but most of you have a wrong picture of him. Jesus sat opposite the treasury, and he saw how the people put money into the treasury. And many who were rich put in much. And when Jesus was looking up, they put much more in. The Bible says, then one poor widow came, and she threw in two mites. I've had mite givers before in my church. I might give. Then one poor widow came and threw in two mites, which make a quadrant. Jesus called his disciples to himself and he said to them, Assuredly, I say to you that this poor widow who has put, has put in more than all those who have given to the treasury, for they all put in out of their abundance, but she out of her poverty put in all that she had, even her entire livelihood. Here's what I'm thinking. If Jesus had his eye on the offering bucket, then probably he has his eye on it now. I just thought I'd throw that in for good measure this morning. But here's the point I'm making this morning. Jesus, notice Jesus didn't point out the one who gave the biggest amount. But he pointed out the one that had the least left over. How should we give our gifts this Christmas season? With proper measure. 
You see, God doesn't expect the same amount from everyone. He doesn't expect equal giving, but equal sacrifice. Acts chapter number 11 and verse 29 says, Then the disciples, notice this phrase, each according to his ability. The disciples, each according to his ability, determined to send gifts to the needy saints in Judea. I encourage you this Christmas season to give correctly. Give with proper motives. Give because you are a giver and givers give. I challenge you today to give to someone who cannot do anything for you in return. Be a giver, not just a swapper. Give with proper measure. Give according to what you have to give. And I would encourage you today, don't allow yourself to be sucked in to some kind of gift-giving competition. And by all means, do not go into debt to give. We're talking about how we should give. This is the giving season. How, how should we give? Well, well, I think we should give correctly, but not only should we give correctly, but let me also say we should give cheerfully. Cheerfully, 2 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 7 says, Each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. Make sure the gifts that you give this Christmas season are given cheerfully. Make sure that all the time and all the effort that you put into making this season special for your family, make sure that it is done with a sweet, cheerful, positive attitude. Christmas dinner just tastes a whole lot better when you know that the key ingredient is love. Make the people you share this season with feel like they are a blessing to you and not a burden. See, giving is more about the attitude than the amount. And I would also say this this morning, accumulation is determined by attitude. Proverbs chapter 15 and verse 15 said, He who is of a merry heart has a continual feast. Zig Ziglar said, he said, your attitude, not your aptitude, will determine your altitude. Write this down this morning. Write this down. We don't give to get, but if we give, we will get. Proverbs 11, verse 24 and 25 says, one person gives freely, yet gains even more. Another withholds unduly, but comes to poverty. It goes on to say, a generous person will prosper, and whoever refreshes others will be refreshed themselves. I want you to understand that this this is true in every area of life. I'm just talking about money today. It's true with our time. It's true with our talent. It's true with our treasure. It's true with kindness. It's true with love. It's true. It's true with sympathy. See, see, whatever, whatever you give out will come back to you. 
If you don't like the things that are coming your way, if you do not like the things that are coming toward you, maybe you need to take an examination and see what you are putting out because what is coming back to you is determined by what you are putting out. Talking about how to give today. Not just talking about money. I'm, I'm talking about living a generous lifestyle. I'm talking about giving of ourselves in every single area of our life. You, you see, the truth is for some, not, not for everybody, but for some, giving money is the easiest thing for them to give. Why? Because they have plenty of it. Because they have plenty of it. It's easy. It's the easiest thing for them to give, but, but just ask them for their time. And when you ask them for their time, some of them, they quickly become miserly and selfish. Ask them to be generous with their talents, and they guard them like they are gold at Fort Knox. Our text says God loves a cheerful giver. Listen, God has every right. He has every right to expect his people to be cheerful givers because John 3.16, the golden text of the Bible says that God so loved the world. How much did God love the world? God so loved the world that he gave. Oh, he loved the world so much that he gave. What did he give? What did he give? Did he give a blue light special? Did he give a basement bargain? Did he give away damaged goods? No, sir, the Bible says God so loved the world that he gave his one and his only son. Listen, listen, God gave to man the very best that he had. How should we give our gifts? Well, I believe we should give them correctly. I believe we should give them cheerfully. And I believe we should give them (coughs) consistently. Consistently. See, generosity shouldn't be limited to Christmas. Hey, even sinners become generous at Christmas time. Generosity should not be limited to Christmas. True givers are generous all year long. The Bible says in 1 John chapter 3, verse 17 and 18, if anyone has material possessions and sees a brother or a sister in need but does not help them, how can the love of God be in that person? Don't just say that you love. Show it through your actions. How should we give? Consistently. Consistently, every single day. Every single day, we should give of our time, we should give of our talent, and we should give of our treasure. Give consistently. Generosity should not be limited to Christmas, and generosity should be a lifestyle. Romans chapter 2, verse 6 and 7 says, God will reward each person according to what they have done. Eternal life will come to those who persistently continue in doing And in the book of Acts, chapter 10 and verse 38, the Bible says that Jesus walked around everywhere doing good. Jesus didn't just sit around waiting for needy people to come to him. The Bible says that he went where needy people were. He walked around everywhere. Oh, he kept his eyes and his ears open for someone to minister to. 
I wonder this morning, I wonder what, what would happen if we had our eyes and our ears open as we walked through our day. Do you think we might encounter some needy people? Do you think that we might encounter some people that might need our help? I wonder what would happen if some of us stopped limiting our generosity to Christmas and started living generously as a lifestyle. The title of the message today is the question, and the question is, what did you give? Oh, we're very familiar with the question, what did you get for Christmas? Hey, hey, what did you get for Christmas? Hey, let me show you what I got for Christmas. Hey, what did you get for Christmas? But Does anyone ever ask you, hey, what did you give? Hey, what did you give for Christmas this year? The takeaway for the little message today is this. Our hands are an extension of our heart. You see, what does or does not leave our hands is an indicator of what's in our heart. Christmas has become so commercialized. And everybody has so many demands on Christmas. And everybody has their thoughts about how it ought to be celebrated. And it's become all about the celebration and it's all about the traditions and it's all about the lights and the fanfare and it's all about Santa Claus and it's all about this and that and if you leave any of those out, you're going to get crucified for it. I'm going to tell you something this morning. Write this down. Christmas has become all about the gifts. Christmas should not be all about the gifts. It should be all about the gift. It's not about the gifts. It's about, it's about the gift. It's about the greatest gift that has ever been given. Oh, it's a gift that is guaranteed to never be topped. It's the gift of God's Son, the gift of Jesus. Oh, you shall find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. Oh, you shall call his name Jesus, and he will save his people from their sins. His name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Christmas should not be about the gifts. Christmas should be all about the gift. Jesus is the greatest gift. And God the Father is the greatest giver. I have a question for you this Christmas season. Hey, hey, what did you give for Christmas? Did you give correctly? Did you give cheerfully? Will you give consistently? I have this question for you this morning, and that is, will, will giving stop for you the day after Christmas? Will you make giving a lifestyle? What is Christmas for you? Is it all about the gifts? Is it all about the traditions? 
Is it all about the tinsel and the lights and the fanfare? Is it all about the gifts or is it about the gift? Hey, what did you give for Christmas? I was reading this week and I came up with this. It said in an article I read, it said that it has been studied and documented that generosity increases happiness, health, and sense of purpose. We don't like it when the preacher talks about giving and, hey, it's Christmas Eve and he's talking about giving. I'm just trying to make you happy. You think you know what will make you happy, but you don't. And I, how do I know? Because you're not. Generosity increases happiness health and sense of purpose. What did you give for Christmas? Father, I thank you today for your word today. God, I pray that your word will do what you intended your word to do today. Lord, I pray today if there's anyone in this room today, they have not received the greatest gift of all, the gift of the Lord Jesus Christ in their life. I pray today will be the day they receive this gift.